Episode 86 of the Play Economics Podcast, breaking down the business behind the world of video games. I'm your host, Bobby Kwecki, and join with me today on this fine daylight savings morning. We got night. So do we do we get an hour of sleep or are we lost, lost an hour? Lost an hour. Okay, so it's daylight spendings then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. like the economy. Spend, 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 spend. Okay. <laughs> the Jersey wearing, Jersey living. You know it. PS5 having. That's Matt Mascari, how are you, buddy? You know, I'm doing I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Um, Sarah was away for work all week, which, as much as I missed her, I got to play a lot of video games. And oh, I my, got to play... It means you probably platinumed uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's actually a very <laughs> easy platinum. It's wild. You would think. You would think that I did that, but I did some other things. But we'll get to that in what we're playing. How are you doing, my friend? Because on this show, we know... That if I don't ask Bobby how he's doing, he uh, acts like a little baby about it for the rest of the show and then gives very hot takes that mean absolutely nothing like um, Xbox isn't going to buy Activision Blizzard King. But we'll get to that. We'll get They're to that. They're not. Bobby, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It, I'm, I'm off the road for this whole week, and then I'm back on the road next week. So, right. you know, right. it is a absolute dumpster fire. That's right. While you're on a plane... While you're on the plane, I need you to pick up Fire Emblem, um, engage, and play it because it's a good game. I'm going to Portland, unfortunately. That's and a long flight. It is. It is a long flight. But and look, I'm sure Portland is as bad as they say it is. Right? I'm sure. I'm sure it's a terrible city. But I was told verbatim, verbatim. By uh, the, 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 the person, the reason <clears throat> I'm going to Portland for work, man, grown man, looked me in the face and said, do not wear your good shoes. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? It rains a lot, and it's rainy season in the northwest right now. Yeah, but, that, but see, then you could have said, wear your rain boots. Do not wear your good shoes to me means, like, you're stepping in something. I, I that's how I interpret it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've never had, and we're talking about Portland, Oregon, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the bad one. Yeah, I was gonna say because the one in Maine is lit. Like the one in Maine is very cool. I highly recommend Portland, Maine, as a city. So I mean, hopefully I make it back, right? Yeah, hopefully. But like, you're a coffee drinker. You should like. You should like. Portland. You're like thinking Seattle. Thing. You're thinking Seattle. Yes, everyone knows that Seattle made Starbucks, but in the Northwest, there's a huge coffee population. Like it branched out after Starbucks and is this like local barista kind of Yeah, area. yeah, but like if 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 that sort of coffee culture was in a place uh like Miami or Austin or Charleston, a place we've both been cool yes 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 i understand i'm just saying like look on the bright side like at least 
your morning black cup of iced coffee will be better. And and look, I'm sure Oregon, like the like much like New York, like how we have this um, very closed mindset where you're like, it's just Long Island in the city, and there's this actual like whole other part of the state that like touches Canada. Yep. I'm sure there's a just fine part of Oregon. It just is it isn't going to be any of the places that I'll be stepping foot in. No, it's not Portland. It's definitely not. Portland. So, like, what do, what what shoes do I bring? <laughs> I think, I bring I think you bring your nicest pairs of shoes and a plastic bag. I think I bring that suit that he wears in the Hurt Locker, <laughs> or like like those those puffy suits that they that they wear when they train. Um, Police dogs, you know what I'm talking about? That you look like the kid from the Christmas story. If somebody would have told me, Matt, what reference do you think Bobby's gonna make today? Some obscure movie. That it was gonna be the Hurt Locker? I know, I said it was an obscure movie. It's not the Christmas. <laughs> Hurt Locker's a, an Academy Award winning film. Yeah, the Academy is whatever. But let's go Brent go Brendan Fraser. I hope he wins tonight. I I I don't know why. Do me a favor. I, pull pull the mic close to your face and then give the take you're about to give. I hate Brendan Fraser. I don't know why. I've never met him. I know nothing of him. I've never seen any of his movies because I am abs. Have you ever like? I I can't even say met somebody. Have you ever seen something that just triggers anger mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. That's how Brendan I am with Eddie Fraser. Redmayne. That's a very hot take. But, like, Brendan Fraser is just I, – I find him intolerable that he's present, like that he exists. Man, the, the, the Mummy is a, a pretty cool movie. Like the original I, one, I think you'd really get a kick out of it. It's like unless, a late in 90s the, action romp. Unless in the first five minutes of The Mummy, The Mummy rips him literal to pieces – I'm, I'll never watch it. And look, I, these I'm I'm not even going to say what you're feeling is invalid because if I there's there's a couple celebrities that the if I ever see them on the street, it's bare knuckle box. That's what right? I'm saying. It's immediately. It's, it's an 1800s duel. Uh, Eddie Redmayne and Alton Brown. Okay. I did hear that Alton Brown was a complete jerk. Like mm-hmm. he's one of the worst people alive. I ever. Listen, all these celebrity boxing matches that, you know, all these creator clashes, give me a call because they'll be like, oh, Bobby, who who do you want a celebrity box? Logan Paul, PewDiePie, Alton Brown. Get Alton on the line. <laughs> you know, the guy from Good Eats teaching us science and good cooking practices? Mm-hmm. Ground pound. It's going to be. I, I can't even say what I was going to say. <laughs> idea, idea for a show. And let us know in the comments if you want it to happen. Five video games that just make us angry that they exist. Me and you oh, compile a list oh, of just video uh, games that shouldn't exist and make the world Sonic a worse games. <laughs> you there? could use Sonic as a character. You could just say Sonic. All the Sonic, the Sonic franchise. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> okay. Um, beautiful. You know what else is hysterical, Matt? That we got to touch Forspoken's on performance? Yeah, Forspoken's performance is... Uh, this is coming to us from GamesIndustry.biz, but you saw it all over. You saw Tassie. You saw Benji Sales talking about it. Yeah. Um, Benji, but, still trying to catch you on the podcast. Answer the DMs, bud. Um, 
<laughs> it's coming to us from Jeffrey Rousseau, and the, just the headline says that Square Enix has called Forspoken Sales lackluster. Yeah. Company president Yusuke Masuda said that there were re- re- reviews for the RPG were challenging. <laughs> that's that's a very interesting way to put it. Um, he further went on to quote however the game has also received positive feedback on some of its action features including the parkour combat abilities and so it has yielded results that will lead to improvement of our our development and capabilities of other games in our future however they won't be for spoken games because that studio was immediately folded into Square Enix yes Absolutely immediately. But I before we completely rip into Forspoken, I want to put out the fact that in a similar time that Forspoken was released, so did Hogwarts Legacy, which is arguably a better way to experience magic. Completely different game, but let's just take some sales numbers comparing the two relatively similar timed releases. February in the UK sales results for uh, Horizon or for Hogwarts Legacy. It has beaten Elden Ring in. Well, Elden Ring's three. also been out for a year. No, no, in three weeks. Oh, it in has that sold same more time frame. Okay. Uh, in a quote from Benji Sales, Hogwarts Legacy number one software, and in only three weeks has already almost outsold Elden Ring's lifetime sales. Yeah, well, you're dealing with Harry Potter, man. It's a bit of a juggernaut there. Yes, absolute juggernaut. But imagine putting out your game and having Hogwarts Legacy also come out come out it. during the same time. It's just I've, sad for Square Enix. I've had some time to ruminate on uh, Forspoken. Mm-hmm. I don't, and, and I don't think it was the writing. I don't think it was the character. The more time I've had to think about why Forspoken failed. I think it was the setting. And stick with me here. Okay. Forspoken is basically an infamous game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And infamous had a ton of cheesy dialogue, had a ton of wacky, zany, marveled, did I just do that? Like, all that shit that people were making fun of. But it was set in, like, a comic book city, right? Yeah. The thing with Forspoken, I think... That was maybe the disconnect, because otherwise on paper, I'm like, was it that different? I I definitely get what you're saying, and I think if you're going to have that type of character where it's zany, it's funny, it's this, it's it's like edgy, cringy comedy, your environment needs to be conducive for edgy, cringy content. Yeah, there's no edgy, cringy comedy in Skyrim or The Witcher. No. Because that's the game they're trying to be. And it, it you make a very, very great point that the aesthetic of Forspoken did not fit with the dialogue. It wasn't the dialogue was bad. Well, it, it, it was bad. Listen, it just... listen, you could have your complaints about the dialogue, but it is extremely jarring in that environment. It'd be like me making a very coarse, like a like zany, funny humor at like a funeral like, ah, I got him <laughs> at a funeral. Like, you can't do it. I can't even decide so many good jokes. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't do it. Save but, mesothelioma jokes. But so what we're what we're going to – so we're talking about Forspoken. 
And last week we were talking about how Forspoken obviously performed so lackluster that it dissolved the studio that made it. it they folded it into Square Enix. But yeah, for all intents yeah. and purposes, that, that studio will never make a Forspoken game on that level ever again. Yes. And I was looking on the news uh, a couple days ago and I saw a quote from the CEO of uh, Square Enix. And they were talking about how this year is very front-loaded. And early next year is front loaded with Square Enix games, and they're throwing the like Final Fantasy 16 as like this big release. What are you going to do after? What's in the pipeline after? And he was explaining how he was extremely confident that moving forward into fiscal year 2024, 2025, everything is gravy for Square Enix. And then mentioned that he's very excited for us to experience all of the blockchain games that are coming in 2024. Oh, like Minecraft, right? <laughs> no, that's Xbox is releasing Minecraft Legends, which is another gold standard IP coming out of Microsoft right now. Let's just play. Let's just be the Minecraft channel. <laughs> it's just me and me and you doing a let's play of Minecraft. But so, so what are your thoughts on Final or not Final Fantasy of Square Enix continuing down the blockchain road? Well, I mean, Doc landed in some hot water this week for making similar comments on how blockchain yep. is the future of gaming, and uh, we we haven't uh, beat this dead horse in a while, so let's uh, get back yeah. to it. But <laughs> love to see it. Blockchain is the future of gaming. Like it or not, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I, there's just some elements that go along with blockchain that translate directly into gaming the trophies we've talked about at nauseum the way games are played just and to be clear and i don't mean to cut you off i think it's stupid i do think it's stupid i think it's incredibly stupid but i think the infrastructure is already there well we're going to talk about fortnite in a little bit got it fortnite is already at the forefront of creating scarcity with the digital products and the digital skins. And now the, so like last season they had Geralt, but Geralt wasn't even available until like midway through the season. And then he wasn't available again. Now it's the guy from Attack on Titan, which seems like a show I would be totally into after Castlevania. We can talk about Attack on Titan because I just started watching it. I'm almost a season in now. And you would 100% either love it or just vehemently hate it. Like, just very, very much hate it. Is it a lot of powering up? Is it a lot of, Zero. Okay. So, we'll get to it in what we've been playing because it's largely what I've been watching. We'll touch back on blockchain blockchain gaming. I think the infrastructure is there. And I think so many people, as I've said before, are just one light switch away that it's like, do I think this is stupid? Yes. 100%. 100%. But it's, we're there. We're there already, so stop. It's just the the skin economy of video games and the, like, cosmetic economy of video games is just – it's a literal just, like, one step over the line to blockchain. It's just – you're it's there. Everything is there. The only thing you need to be able to do is resell the skins, and then it's borderline blockchain anyway. I've said for so many years that – NFTs and blockchain and all this shit has been a thing. PlayStation. Destiny. Forget PlayStation. Can you imagine if, like, the world's first trophy was an NFT for, like, the raids? It 
it doesn't even need to like it doesn't even need to be destiny because like you can do that with imagine you could do that with literally anything in apex legends throw the badges are nfts now okay uh next topic uh i'm listen i'm giving you salient examples from games that i've played world of warcraft leads fantastic to nfts any mmo would apex legends is both my safe and my trigger word so let's keep the ball rolling here are we are we just gonna talk about my experience in apex legends or are we rolling into the suicide squad yeah we let's just touch a little bit on it man speaking of games that look so bad um (laughs) so i and you could get into like the actual nitty-gritty of this article in one second but i just wanted to frame this in a rumor that i was reading on the internet is that they delayed this after showing footage mm. of actual gameplay on the PlayStation got, uh, yes. State of Play, yeah, and it got such negative feedback that they're like, "Oh, we're gonna relook at this," but, and that's but not a good sign. Here's my thing: what are you, what what are you gonna do? I don't know. What, I don't know. the 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 negative feedback points were foundational in what they were criticizing. Yep, you're not gonna go and make a different game. Yeah, like removing the battle pass doesn't fix the issues that were shown at the state of play. Yeah. Um, here's what I will say, though. What really bothers me. When... No Batman. No, well, he's in it, but he's the bad guy, whatever. Which is yeah. cool. I don't even hate the concept of it. I don't yep. even hate because I'm like, oh, it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Fine. When this game before we saw what it was was getting spun out of rocksteady right because we've had a huge block of time between arkham knight and this the original idea the rumors were that this was going to be a tmnt game an arkham tmnt game and after seeing the trailer for that new movie where it's like the inside the spider-verse style tmnt yep man Man. So you wanted this to be a beat-em-up game? No, it's not. I wanted a third-person Arkham-style TMNT game. Oh, so it, this was supposed to be... That's what the rumors were. That's what, And then they're like, oh, gotcha. Suicide Squad, right? But after yeah. seeing the trailer for that new TMNT movie, we so need that third-person Arkham TMNT I game. Ju- I would love that. I just feel... And I listen. Me and you both played the most Shredder's recent. Revenge. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. We replayed it. We beat the whole game in one night. It was a fantastic gaming experience. However, I don't know how well that translates into a. Are you kidding me? Are you I don't kidding know, me? I don't know if I could get into the headspace of following around a turtle. But a guy dressed as a bat. It's Batman. Versus a literal mutant turtle that eats pizza. And has a sword? It does have a sword. I under... Listen, I understand. Actually, it has swords, plural? Yeah, because obviously you're picking have, the red have, one. Have you... No, no. The red one is those, like... The size. I, the two... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do those things do? He's got do? two of them. What do they do? Nobody knows. I, Nobody, he, and if you're in the coming, like, well, they, you don't know what they do. Jacob, stop it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Relax with Jacob and his android, dude. Let him be him. Okay. 
Um, He's going to hit you with a sigh. He's going to hit you with it. He's going to run fast with his arms behind his back. Listen, it's the most effective way to run. (laughs) Statistically proven. It had nothing to do with the fact that they didn't want to animate arm movements. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Olympics one day when it's just when Naruto running is is entered. It's an Olympic sport. Now, this is the real win for Usain Bolt. He needs to beat everybody Naruto running. Yeah, Usain Bolt laces up his Nike Vaporflies and just throws his (laughs) arms back behind him. You're joking. If he ever did that, I would. It's actually the least practical way to run because if you trip, all your teeth are gone. (laughs) There's so many reasons why that is just in. And someone told me that in high school, I'm sure you know, I ran cross country. It comments bully. Go ahead. Whatever. I ran cross country. This is Matt's whole personality is reminding people that in high school (laughs) he ran cross country. But somebody legitimately told me. And was dead serious that I was running incorrectly because my arms weren't back. Like that I was not running like this. And yep. were they were dead serious and told me that they I would just win if that was the case. That boy, that, like, that little boy who told you to do that? Joe Biden. He <laughs> 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 could grow up to be the president. <laughs> Me and Joe Biden were not at the same age at any point. Man's been alive since 1885. But speak. Are are you done on Suicide Squad? Because it's yeah, absolutely... yeah. Again, it was a mini topic. I just had to clown on the fact that you 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 guys had a formula, and and this this is I guess the the point of saliency I want to bring to this. Yeah. The formula was there, gritty third person Metroidvania open world Batman game. <clears throat> loved it loved it one two and three it's a fantastic trilogy the arkham games if you never played them mm-hmm. and then you're like oh but where is there being money made at that time when you started development it was oh it's it's it's, it's a battle pass and this and that and by the time your game came out we're already onto something else and your game wasn't even good enough to compete in that market anyway so it even stands out more as being an inferior product you bring up a very, very good point about how long it takes games to develop and what is trendy at the time versus the companies that are able to quickly develop and change path and pivot are just completely outclassing people because a six-year-old, because of games taking so long to develop now, yep. we're seeing games with the battle pass structure and a non... like online like it works for Fortnite. that's where the battle pass structure works, works and i'm, and and I'm trying to see if i can actually get a number on how much this game costs because both studio heads have left rocksteady the, the the people who were responsible for the arkham games gone yep this is a high it's got to be a high-budget game. And again, I, you know, with, without a number, like, f- for example, cost to make Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2 is a $100 million game. It's single-player. Mm-hmm. It's narrative-driven. It is so polished and amazing. $100 million. 
how much did you spend lighting cash on fire for the Suicide Squad game? I, I'm willing to bet it was at this point more. Sunk costs I, all in. You're you're more. That's why I they. Was... And the fact that you can't find it is obviously because the game hasn't released yet. So they're still burning money right mm-hmm. now, fixing it. Fixing it. Do you know what this reminds me of? And it's not to the same gravity because the example that I'm going to give you is the Halo Infinite trailer. Do you remember when that first launched? Before they said that they were going to take the year to redo it? It was hideous. Oh, yes, with with the Shrek uh, guy. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. They Halo took a full year to fix it, and their game still wasn't that good. Imagine what the Suicide Squad game's gonna deliver like. Bad. Yes. Bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be money on fire. And you take a shot, you gotta make sure it's a good shot. The you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take argument doesn't work. If you're eating that bad boy from the opposite, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're throwing it outside of the, the puck outside of the stadium, like Wayne Gretzky never took a shot from his own goal and Correct. was like, ah, really wish that one had not had gone in. I would have never known. Um, here is the last point I want to put in this uh, to put a pin in this rather. Mm-hmm. As we transition, this is a is shaping up to be because i could be wrong they suicide squad come out could be the best game 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 of the year yep it is shaping up to be a and here's the transition bethesda style fall from grace because we did it we finally got a starfield release date september 6th i'm so excited and i am wearing my spider-man ps4 shirt today because i am willing to bet or at least i would be hoping that spider-man ps4 comes out the same month as starfield spider-man ps4 uh spider-man 2 you know what i mean you know what I, you okay. know what the fuck i meant listen don't listen, make me come I, over there listen listen we know that i've transcended into the gaming hemisphere i just wanted to make sure yeah you're the you're, you're the overwatch robot with all the orbs okay got it yep yep 100 percent. but Give us some context from the article because I think GameIndustries.biz did a good job on this one. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. This was just the Xbox, a little bit of like a kind of state of play thing, all about Starfield. Todd Howard came out and said, uh, excuse me, that uh, September 6th, they give us a release date, they give us a cool trailer, context on what is uh, going on there. That's about it, that we now have a firm release date on it. Are you excited? First of all, Let's 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 attack this from a couple of angles. Let's go excitement and then financial. Mm-hmm. Are you? Am you, I excited? Yeah. No. Me neither. Not even a little bit. Um, this is not my genre at all. I don't do space. And I tried with Halo, and for the first like three and a half weeks of playing Halo, I was like, you know what? Maybe Starfield could work. And you could pull the tape from the episode because I was like, listen. Halo has me excited about Starfield because it got me into the, like, space aesthetic. And then I crashed immediately after filming that episode 
because I tried the multiplayer experience, and at the time it wasn't very good. I know our friend of the show, Jam Pack Sam, is having a fantastic time playing Halo. Season three came out last week. Sam is single handedly keeping Halo Infinite alive. He's doing <laughs> God's like to, work over there. I like to think that he has just like twenty Xbox Series S's in his office and he's just playing all of them <laughs> he's like the game's alive guys don't worry don't worry i got it we, we need can to do send this. Sam this clip because i think he's gonna get a kick out of it <laughs> but, but with that being said no i'm not excited about starfield at all because a large part of a bethesda game and what i love about the bethesda games i have played in i have played is getting immersed in the world in the area and enjoying every single piece of exploring the massive game they put it in front of you i will do none of that in space none of it will be for me the ship customization is not for me could i be pleasantly surprised sure and to steal your bit if this is just fallout with a space skin on it maybe i'll play it because i really liked fallout but and what here's my thing and we touched on halo and that's kind of want to want to transition here let's you know war game this out both ways yeah what if starfield comes out and it is an elden ring out of left field off the top rope worldwide success what does that do for xbox uh, it makes the Bethesda purchase worth it, and I'm a. It I don't think Starfield in itself. I it, I mean it's a huge win, and it's the no longer. I think it's they, they can't really pivot Halo to Starfield, and I was making that claim before when the original's second Starfield trailer went, and how bad Halo's been doing recently. That maybe Starfield overtakes it as like the main. Space the shooter, but they're, yeah they're completely different games you can't have starfield's not gonna have a multiplayer from what i understand you can't do it it's re like it's fantastic for xbox for starfield to do well i think it needs xbox needs to deliver more throughout the year i think minecraft legends needs to deliver and more importantly i'd rather redfall deliver than starfield hmm oh that's definitely not gonna happen that's sorry no, I'm just I'm just saying, like in the grand scheme of things, Redfall is a unique title that I think, if done properly and it, if it plays as well as it could, will do very. Uh, what I need from Xbox and to bring this all together is a game that will get you to buy an Xbox. Mm. And I don't see Starfield doing that. Look, Elden Ring is the Black Swan here where that was such a niche gamer-only genre, the Soulsborne thing, right? Yeah. And Elden Ring, you know, pe people who had never played video games know about Elden Ring. It was a Skyrim-level phenomenon. Yep. Okay, I agree with you. But let's do the opposite, because I have seen from all these trailers, and based on Bethesda's track record, nothing to tell me that this game won't be more than a seven um then my argument will be we will be in the next um the next year microsoft 
continuation where it's just like, well, they're buying Activision Blizzard, so like next year. Yeah, yeah but that—that's been the Xbox story for seven years. Oh, next year, next that, year. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's, like, it's, it's, it'll continue. Being an Xbox fan is the New York Jets of 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 fandoms, yeah. right? No, but I'm talking financially. Like, I'm sorry. At this point, if Starfield comes out and is not a Metacritic eight and a half. If it has any, you know, forget the Bethesda jank, because I think people have a little bit of a affinity for the Bethesda jank. But if it comes out and it's yeah. just a Bethesda broken, like a seventy six, right? Yeah, I think you got to get Phil out there, out of there, because because the, the that is a how many strikes are you going to let this guy get? And I'm, I. It, Bethesda has been under the Xbox umbrella for too long at this point for Phil to not have some blame share. If they bought them and then immediately Starfield released, fine, man. It was in the can already. Yeah. Yeah. They had plenty of time to develop and change this to make it a better game if needed. With all that Microsoft money, with all the new engine, with all of this... I wouldn't be surprised because this is... I don't want to say make or break for Xbox because it's I think it is. Xbox. I know, but they're not going anywhere. No, no. When we yeah, again, again, this is the all oh, Xbox is going to close down. No, Xbox yeah, is no. going. There. What I mean by make or break is that there was a very clear point in the PS4 Xbox One generation where we knew that it, it just wasn't going to be Xbox, and no matter what they did, it just wasn't going to be them. Yep. And I think if Starfield fails, we'll be here again, where it's like, bro, it, it's PlayStation. It's not you guys. Right. It's PlayStation. So let me let me put it to you this way. This is what I think worst case scenario if Starfield absolutely flops. I think this is the conversation they have the next day. They concede. Not development of video games, but they concede that they will ever compete with Sony to deliver first party exclusives. And they... They don't double down. They don't triple down. They don't quadruple down. They move every asset to Game Pass. But, but and see, that's but, it. But you see, okay, so they move every asset to Game Pass. What does that mean? Because you still need games on Game Pass. Or is it just going to be a glut of shit? Like, it, no, it, like they are going to move to subscription services. And I think it's... So, so what does that look like? So, okay. But the, the reason I'm pushing back is because you're already there. Right, like Starfield is a Game Pass day and date. So no, what- no, no, yes, I I understand that, but it's there isn't going to be the no because they're still going to put big titles, but they are no longer going to metric anything on how well it's received, on how well it does. It's going to be did it bring Game Pass subscribers, I and see. that's it. Okay, the the I think they they fully transitioned to that being their North Star, which honestly I wouldn't be surprised if it already is. I, I agree. I think it already is, but I think it's like 60-40, their North Star, where like as long as it's good on Game Pass, we'll still consider it a win, but this should have been good on its own. This shouldn't just be a Game Pass seller, and if this flops, games will now be designed to be Game Pass sellers. We're going to see the Hi-Fi Rushes continue, because Hi-Fi Rush is a good game. Like it is, it is fun. It is fantastic. It's not going to ever compete with The Last of Us. It's not going to compete with God of War. 
It's a completely different gaming experience, and it's very, very good for Game Pass. That is a game you pick up, you play, and six months later, you remember that you have it, and you pick it up and play it again. It's a fantastic time. It's not a large investment. Story's fine. Gameplay's fine. Characters are adorable. Characters are marketable. The fa- Do you know any of the characters from... No, I have a wife and child. They have the robot cat named 808. Okay, next topic. The f- the fact it's not a plushie yet is a absolute war crime. Um, absolute war crime. But that's what I think we're going to see for the worst case scenario for Starfield is they're going to transition to be like, listen, Game Pass is the only thing we do now. Just Games need to focus remaster through. Fallout 3 New Vegas. Just no, do but, it. But that's what I think is going to come out of this. Like they're going to take all of the games that they have access to because they own Bethesda. They'll own Activision. They'll own Blizzard. They'll own all of these games and they'll just refresh them mm-hmm. and put them on Game Pass. And that's their market. And that's what they're, they're just going to wipe their hands of. Listen, we'll put out new IP, but we're putting out new IP knowing that it's completely carried by us remastering the old games and putting it on Game Pass for free for us. For sixty dollars for everybody else. <sighs> Matt, what have you been playing? Well, I am this close to beating Fire Emblem. And it's just bad. It's so <sighs> No. The story you should, you should talk to somebody about this, man. The story of Fire Emblem engage and the like investment i have in the characters which is a big portion of fire emblem because like it's the whole reason they have the permadeath thing is they want you to like get a visceral oh, no. reaction not nondescript losing. sword character oh that's geez. what it feels like because what they're doing is they're gi- they give you a bunch of characters in the beginning that fill the niche roles of like tactical rpg they give you an archer they give you a sword person they give you a heavy armored unit they give you the main character that could do a little bit of everything they they give give you a cpa they do not give you a cpa cpa is only found in the discord where you could join qr codes on the screen right now yep (laughs) done um but they give you all of these characters and they develop them through the intro cutscenes, like for the first cutscenes of the first couple chapters and then all of a sudden, they hand you characters that are ungodly better for no investment. The Toy you Story meme to... where it's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, it's they. you don't need to put um, – you could reforge your weapon. There's a whole, like, system to making your characters better. Zero effort. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> reforge. Zero effort the into these new characters. And they just – all of this effort you put into your, like, original eight units your ninth unit comes and could replace any of them easily for spending zero investment so the game is very encouraging to pool all of your resources to mid game when you have access to these new units and then funnel everything into them just jam them in there yeah and it makes it difficult because obviously going into it blind i had no idea that was going to happen and I was just wasting resources, and then I restarted. Because <clears throat> I was like, all right, listen. So now I'm almost all the way through. The story is abysmal. 
because it focuses on characters that you would never actually use because they're hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just the game. And yeah. And then, like, you're going through these dramatic story events where, like, characters are dying and you're seeing them die in cutscenes. And I'm like, I've never used you once. Like, I don't, you would, I would be okay if we, like, I had to deploy you in this map and you died. I wouldn't restart. Like, I wouldn't redo the map so that you lived. I would just be like, all right, cool, whatever. Bet. But then they're killing them in the story, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't care. Kill Alfred. Literally kill him. There's, there's a character named Alfred in the uh, yeah. criminally underserved game of the year 2015 uh Bloodborne. Whatever. Um, Great to join his covenant, covenant so and get o- fire paper. Fucking I'm banger. almost done Absolutely. with Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. However, I've been playing a lot of Wulong Fallen Destiny. Dynasty. You, 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 Whatever. you, Whatever. you don't I just, play I haven't PS5 written wrong. and then you play a game on Xbox out of spite, out of pure spite at this point, and you don't even Listen. know the name. Like... Wulong has been fantastic. The intro boss, scratching that Souls Soulsborn, it is. Yeah, it's very Soulsborn esque. Yeah, it's by it's the Neo not, team. Yeah, yeah, it's not from from uh, from so it's not a Soulsborn game. But damn, damn, it's very good. Uh, the first boss, unimaginably harder than the next like six. Yeah, it's, that's and, how that works. Yeah, and it's got a lot of, like, Sekiro vibes because you're another game that... I'm sorry, Pete. I'm just not... It's so hard. I can't. I might I go back and, and replay it because it's so good. It... And it... Wulong is just a little bit more accessible Sekiro. Because the... Gar, like, the... That's a horrific the, take. It, it, it just is. Like, it's the same theme... The like the enemies look the same. I looked up some of the bosses from um Sekiro. It it does look like Wulong Fallen Dynasty literally pulled some of these bad boys and we're like, yeah, those look cool. We're gonna use them. But it's the same mechanic of you're not really dodging, you're parrying. And it's a very up close and personal dance fight the whole time. Yes, it's just that my the blocking whole fight. noise for any voice actor yeah. directors out there wanting to hire me. But I highly recommend it. Free, you have Game Pass. Download it. And as always, I'm going to transition to the last thing I've been playing. Wulong's got plenty of playtime. Fire Emblem, plenty of playtime. My fist through my MacBook. I've been playing Apex Legends, it's boys, such a and bad season. Game. Season sixteen is fan fantastic absolutely fantastic best season we've had in like four or five seasons no new legend no new problems because it's fine that we don't have new legends but we have expanded the thick men squad uh and if you aren't a longtime listener of the podcast the thick men squad are the people that i play apex legend with thick jerseys on we've expanded and now we have too many people to consistently play apex legends because usually it's like three of us are on so we'll play together what a problem now we're thinking about transitioning back and trying to play some Fortnite because I got Where that Naruto skin. There is power sliding now. Fun, fun ditty of a fact for you. What? We can jump in and play some games later, but only if you're on PS5. 
Pretend I gotta set up an account. I gotta download it. I have it on my Xbox. Why do I need to do both? Fortnite's not Apex. I don't need multiple accounts. <sighs> That's all I listen, heard was listen. shit excuses. If you want to get absolutely finessed in Fortnite, I will I'll maybe destroy play. you. The Kratos maybe skin, no. the Wolverine skin. Listen, I, I got Naruto with an SMG, and that's all I'll ever need. Yeah, the, my my greatest fear is the Sonic skin in Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is a waking nightmare from which see, but, I will never recover. See, but my thing is like that's meta defining. If you put a if you put a Sonic skin in Fortnite, because that'll be pay to win. Because Sonic's like two feet tall. Unless but it would be humanoid Sonic. Sonic. That's what I'm saying. Like what I'm picturing right now is the dude that made Sonic and Elden Ring. Like that hideous beast it's of a great, creature. Great build, fantastic build. <laughs> he makes Sonic and Elden Ring beats the game. But I'm expecting that. And if in Fortnite, boys and girls, frogs and squirrels, uh, you have not seen the AI presidents: uh, Trump, Bush, Clinton. Obama and Biden ranking the Elden Ring bosses. It's so good. It is quite possibly the funniest thing on the internet. Wait, so I've been watching Trump, Obama, Joe Biden play D and D. It's just sad. I know exactly what video you're talking about. With Ben Shapiro, Shapiro yeah. as the dungeon master, and the first thing you get is them introducing their characters, and it's just like I'm Paladon. It's short for Paladin Donald. <laughs> and the, the picture of him in his Paladin gear has the, like, whatever the hairstyle hat, he hat. has. And then it goes into, like, a mullet. But his hands are also super tiny. It's hysterical. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, these people are geniuses. I'm telling you, memes and, like, AI shit like this was meant to stop our evolution. It, it is gonna... It is just gonna destroy everything. Because... There's enough funny on the internet for this AI to pull from that they're going to make absolute masterpieces with zero effort. I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm so excited. But what have you been playing? I oh. see on here that you played a demo 156,000 times. Let me lick my lips. I could hear that. Yeah. I could hear that too well. Ugh. So Capcom did a little like mini state of play well, Nintendo Direct, Capcom Direct thing. Nobody cares. Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, Sunbreak. Yeah, 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 yeah. They close this fucking Direct, man, by saying, hey, we know you're going to buy it, Bobby. They were talking directly to me. They said, Bobby, we know you're going to buy Resident Evil 4 Remake. But here's a demo. I, I just got chills. <laughs> How far can you play into it? Right until the basically op opening titles of Resident Evil 4, which is spoiler alert for a almost 20-year-old game at this point. Um, you go, you, you get to the village, you get to the first house, you, 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 you kill the first guy, you walk a little ways, and then you're in that village scene, that famous village scene with the guys burning in the middle and the guys with the chainsaw, and you're running through all the houses, right? Yep. My God. It is exactly what I can't stop smiling at the thought of this because they changed <laughs> a lot. They changed a significant okay. amount. Where in the first 
like the first house is completely different. Mm-hmm. Here's what here's the, the analogy I'll make for the Resident Evil 4 demo, and I hope that this carries through through the rest of the game. It's just like the Last of Us show, where the parts that are faithful are so one to one perfect, and the parts that they've added only enhance it. So when in the original, when you go into like that first house, it's just like one guy and then you jump out of like the top window and there's a couple other guys. It's like a one Mm -hmm. room house, right? This one, it's way scarier. Like you go into the house and then there's you hear movement and you go into the basement and it's all like Blair Witchy and shit. It is so good. So good. Uh, Harder than the um original now is it harder or are you just worse at video games because you've been no you could put the original in front of me right now and i and i guarantee you i would go through the whole game with less than five deaths and that's being generous whole game i died probably three times in that opening section so i'm wondering if that You've gotten rusty in your old age. No, I'm just saying if they'll include the dynamic difficulty that was in the original one, or if they'll have yep. a difficulty select. Oh, it's dynamic. I do too. Difficulty. I do too. Um, this is a game that I know the Platinum 4 is going to be a Herculean task because Resident Evil games... I don't have a Platinum for any Resident Evil games as much as I'd like to because... Mm-hmm. You know, they've got the usual, like, beat the game on medium, beat the game on hard, beat the game on super hard, beat the game on super hard without dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could probably finesse my way through that. And Resident Evil games do this thing where, like, even on the harder difficulties, they'll give you things that make the even harder difficulties easy. So, like, if you beat the original one on super hard, you get, like, the infinite ammo one-shot magnum, mm-hmm. which makes the super hard difficulty not fucking super hard, right? But in the newer Platinums, they've been doing these things where it's like, beat the game in under 20,000 steps. I remember seeing that and just thinking to myself, like, I would be so mad if I, like, jiggled the controller a little bit and was, like, 19,999 and then jiggle. Popped. Because, like, that, that means, like, during the boss fights, are you just standing there? That's, trying to shoot this them is, instead so of this is who it's it basically makes you become a speedrunner. like you have to find the most efficient ways through all of the stuff yeah cool idea not for me i'll wait till the trophy list drops yeah uh play a little fortnite new fortnite season's out pretty cool power sliding the guy from attack on so titan is in there we'll talk attack on titan because we're running a little long here well we'll talk about yeah, attack yeah. on titan off air because I, the main yeah. topic we only just have one main topic here unless you want to discuss yeah. any more of what we've been playing Nope, it's Activision Blizzard, baby. We're back. It's not play economics if we do not discuss the Activision Blizzard King acquisition. I'd like to note that it feels like video games right now is in pre-Super Bowl like football news where nobody cares about anything and there's nothing else to talk about. So everyone and their mother is talking about this Activision Blizzard deal, and they're just giving us free news. They're literally like, listen, we know you don't have anything to talk about on the podcast. Jim Ryan said that he doesn't care about Call of Duty. 
he just doesn't want this trade to go through or this acquisition to go through and over his dead body. And here's the thing. There's a whole press packet release and it's many, many pages. I'm not going to do that because I'm so tired of this at this point. I've done, we've done the full press packet reviews we and we pulled we quote. Did. I'm not going to do that. Because it's the same information. Why is everyone shocked? <gasps> Jim Ryan said what? You're telling me. Why is this a behind... shock? Why is this a shock? You're, tell... You're telling me that behind closed doors, everyone that opposes this deal isn't like, man, I just don't want them to do it. Like, yes, they're giving salient points to be like, I don't want them to do it for this specific reason because you can't go to a governing body and say, bro, don't let them do this at all. Like, why would you do that with no reason? They're all pointing to Call of Duty because it's a mega IP in the gaming industry. And it's the easiest fruit to be like, let me pick this fruit. And that's where they're going with it. But you were literally choking on getting something out because, hit me because it's no one has a right to feel surprised by this based on the last year if if we had not heard any sort of scuttlebutt about this is it gonna go through is it gonna not go through and then boom bombshell jim ryan drops this got it yep this man has been doing everything he can over the last 18 months to, to stop this deal why is i just i don't understand how this like, is shocking to people and and you for for yeah. context, the exact quote that leaked was that Jim Ryan said, uh, "I don't care about Call of Duty. I just want to block your merger." Yeah, yeah. It and it the reason this has come out specifically <sighs> is I believe because last week we discussed what pushes Sony made to not give over information. And one big thing that was denied was Jim Ryan's direct quotes for the FTC deal. And the reason why they tried to block it, I believe, is this quote, because it's not going to play well in the media. Like, this is a buzz quote that Xbox and Microsoft just got access to because they pulled those documents. What owner in their right mind would be like, of course we're okay with the merger going through as long as we meet this requirement. It is better for Sony, unequivocally. For this not to happen. factually, for this not to happen. I would argue it's better for the entire industry, but yeah, Sony, Sony does. Whatever. You can take any individual company that competes with Microsoft, and this deal is bad for them because it makes Microsoft better. And if you were a responsible business owner, anything that is just a clear net loss for you and a clear net gain for your direct competitor is bad and you don't want it to happen. Jim Ryan saying, I don't want a new Call of Duty deal. I want to block your merger is the equivalent of Facebook going to – I can't – Facebook bought everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would be the equivalent, <laughs> the equivalent of Amazon going and like Walmart buying some like mega corporation and Amazon being like, well, I really only don't want them to have it because of this. No, you don't want them to have it because in the back of your mind, you're like, 
This company could literally burn to the ground and I would smile about it. You want you don't want mega wins for your competitor and to think that Jim Ryan in any way would say, yeah, I would let this merger happen. Why? Matt, and by the, PlayStation, oh, suddenly you're speaking the gospel. You're speaking the truth. <laughs> I like listen, it. I like it. I'm not complaining. Did Nintendo care about this merger? No, because in the grand scheme of things, Nintendo's not competing with Xbox. It's not competing with Sony. Nintendo's <laughs> Nintendo, got a Mario movie to worry about. Nintendo is competing with time because eventually all of the people that played red and blue will die and they will no longer have a market for their video games. Of course they will. They're, they're kids who they'll sell the very same game to. <laughs> like Nintendo's not worried about this because they don't care. They're going to put Game Pass on the Switch and they're going to be like, look how cool the Switch is 45 years from now. It's going to be 2045 and people we're going to get a call of Switch. We're going to get a Call of Duty on the Switch, and Nintendo's just going to be like, look, we gave it to you. This is what you wanted. And it still uh, doesn't run. Get Phil it Spencer still out of there. Run. Get Phil Spencer out of there. That's, that's, that's my point. Is this, this is somebody who cannot manage for his life. How? How could... Also, you made the point that Bobby Kotick should replace Phil Spencer. I don't... I would like yes. to push back on that just a little bit. As a business operator, as a business yes. operator, not as a human. Um, solely, on, uh, I would yes. like to make this clear Sorry. for the yeah. AI you're right. rearranging you're right. this. <laughs> you're right. So on your hold saying, on, pen, just black and white, ink on paper. Does Activision under Bobby Kotick's leadership sell a product that goes gangbusters every single year? Yes. Is he a terrible person? Yes. Okay. Flip, okay. flip side of the flip side of the coin. Um, when and if Xbox Game Studios ships a product, is it not horribly mangled and disappointing? High also yes. Was fine. Also yes. Rush was fine. However, the point I'm trying to make is that you made a push for corporate. We'll 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 do Bobby Kotick in two ways: personal Bobby Kotick, corporate Bobby Kotick. Those will be the way we refer to Bobby. Oh, I think that's the, on. the only way we need to, <laughs> yeah. to be, to be so, eminently clear. So corporate body Bobby Kotick is currently at the helm of a company that is getting acquired because they are desperately in need of saving. But that's because a culture he ran thing. the company into the ground. Let me ask you something. If, if there was no culture issues, you think Activision would have blood in the water? No. Yes. No. No? Literally all of their games except for Call of Duty are hot dog shit right now. But Call right of now, Duty. Listen, Call of Duty may be able to sustain all of Sony, but clearly it wasn't enough to sustain Activision Blizzard King because it is hemorrhaging money and their stock price is was destroyed before this deal. So to say Bobby Kotick could run a company better than Phil Spencer... He's disingenuous because he literally ran one into a gr in the ground. I, I mean, look, it, it's it's uh, who's who's winning the race? The car with three cut tires or the car with two? Right? Both of them are not optimal no. picks. <laughs> no, one of them is a company that is still succeeding. Microsoft is a success. Activision Blizzard King is an objective failure 
because it needs to be purchased to be viable at this point. It, let's say the merger doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. What happens to Activision Blizzard King? They break up immediately. No, 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 they, it, they break it, up. It, hold on, hold on. You asked the question. Immediately. They break up. I, th- I think they each become their own independent um, branch. I think. So of- you mean before the state that they were in before Bobby Kotick got his hands on them? Correct. Because that's how this was. Correct. I, th- so I, th- what I you're think s- that King, Activision, Blizzard all sort of take whatever chips they've got and break up if this doesn't go through. So let and me I ask think, you something. Oh, to, to be clear, and I think then Tencent buys Blizzard. Damn. <laughs> to, to be eminently Damn. clear, I think that's what would happen. And is the only would- reason why I am not... Is this a bad... It's it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Is this a bad say, thing for the industry? Yes. This this industry is it better work? than ten cent. Also yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but what you're saying is that Bobby Kotick started. They pulled Activision, they pulled Blizzard, and they built pulled King together. Bobby Kotick at the head of that. During his same reign and his same direction of the company. That company now splits back up and admits that merging was well, an no, object no, no. failure. Okay, okay, okay. So you're saying I think Kotick is out. I think you, so. You the the two scenarios here: are if the merger goes through or if not. I think no, no, Kotick no. is out but, either way. But I know. But what I'm saying is, you're saying that Bobby Kotick should replace Phil Spencer when Bobby Kotick's track record is he's literally at the helm is causing a company to dissolve that's what happened look it's a fair point but it's hard for me to look at somebody who has put together a machine between four different studios that ships a game every year not having a little bit of operational know-how to lend to someone with 20 studios and who puts Listen, out some games sometimes. I'm not saying that Phil Spencer is the end-all be-all of he's the greatest thing to ever happen to Xbox. I'm saying replacing him with Bobby Kotick is a mistake. Because Bobby Kotick literally is... it. Can ABK I- failed. They are desperate to be purchased, and you just admitted, and everyone knows, that if this deal doesn't go through, they're getting sold for spare parts. 100%. That is an object failure. Can I, can I make a hot, hot clip right here? Is it that Xbox is going to dissolve into all of its studios individually? No. I think— Then he's performing better than Bobby Kotick! Okay, fine. But it's all shades of bad. Because I would argue that on- I want you to apologize. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Matt. Apologize to Phil Spencer. No, it's never gonna happen. Um, I would argue that Phil Spencer has erased what it is to be an Xbox gamer so fundamentally. I would. I would argue that Phil Spencer has redefined in a very opaque gray color what it is to be an xbox gamer and that is stem to certain under his leadership because it's not 
so you mean to be to be an xbox gamer because i know what you're gonna say well we have game pass okay but that's not brand identity that's not characters to cling to that is a that is a subscription your brand is a subscription it's not the same for nintendo not the same for sony wasn't the same for sega so the the point that you're trying to make is that right now if nintendo sony and xbox all made a super smash bros xbox would by far be the worst uh, yeah like but, but for, yeah. forget cast of characters that's not even yeah. what i'm saying i'm saying as a mission statement where branding is concerned it is so crystal clear when you look at nintendo and it is so crystal clear when you look at sony what it means to play one of those games you know you look at the brand and you immediately are able to identify what it is who it's for who the characters are that are in that ecosystem and you can't do that with xbox i get my pushback would be that it's a game for everyone everywhere but that's everyone is special so no one is that's 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 a no no, i know but that that would be their that would be their mantra and that it's the same of like going to a and i think you've used this point before sony a dying experience microsoft the best buffet you'll ever have correct and i think that yeah i think that's okay like their brand identity isn't it doesn't need to be focused on a specific type of game. Their brand is you can play any type of game anywhere you want with anybody. And I, I think, think so. that's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's a weak pitch. Uh, listen, I'm not it, – is it the game sphere that I would want to be in? Like, if I had to pick from the three and I'm starting my own game company, what identity do I want to be under? You're going to be in Sony. You're going to be under Sony. Maybe not. Maybe not. If I had to build a... If I was picking, like, business-wise for the future, I might be okay with doing the subscription service is my mantra. I think it's going to scale well, and we have differing opinions. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Problem. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste anybody's time. We're going back yeah, into that. No, we're not going to do the Game Pass conversation again. But I would. I would put my chips into Game Pass over trying to put out. Do I wish that Xbox had a few more first party titles that would make, like, if they had a few more? And we said this on the last couple podcasts. 2022 was xbox's year to destroy sony they were having hardware issues they didn't put out that many games <laughs> this was the year to completely just like just shank sony over and over and over again because people could actually get an xbox and the sales numbers were almost even they were doing they were comparable for the first time since the 360. And Microsoft was like, yeah, we're going to put out Forza. And Halo's not going to be that good. And that was their response. They completely shit the bed. And if if they had two or three bangers last year. 
they could have put PlayStation to sleep for two years. They would have won 2022. They would have won 2023 because it would have carried over. And then we would have had to see what happened after that. And they lost. They lost it. They fumbled so hard. How do you fumble this hard? But identity-wise, they would have had such a strong case for Game Pass if they had one or two more titles. And that's why I think Redfall and Starfield need to do well. They're not going to. Because they, yeah, they're not Redfall, gonna. I think, is going to do really well. I think it's going to be really well. We'll see. I think it's going to be so much fun. Hashtag. I'm buying it. We'll Day see. One. And listen, all they have to do is buy the people that make Call of Duty. If you see what, like what, see what happens when that happens. Yeah, you yeah, like what you heard and you want to hear more of it, make sure you leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you enjoy this podcast content. Subscribe. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We're all over the place. Scan the QR code on screen to join the Discord. Until next time, as always, happy gaming.